1: Welcome to the Martech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss the life of an ad. Joining us is John Evans, who's the Chief Customer Officer at System One, which is the leading advertising effectiveness agency. Through metrics and behavioral psychology, System One works with the world's biggest brands to predict how their advertising resonates and how it will land. So far this week, John and I have talked about why advertising wearout is a myth, And yesterday, we talked about diversity and ageism in advertising. Today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about the ad science of right versus left brain. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with John Evans, the Chief Customer Officer at System One. John, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. It's really good to be here. Thanks for having me again. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. I've been enjoying our conversations this week. We talked about advertising wearout, frequency capping. We talked about diversity and inclusion, specifically related to ageism, yesterday. And today I want to talk a little bit about the creative process as we examine the life of an ad. Yes, you can run your ads apparently until the wheels fall off and you've got something as long as you have an ad that is diverse and inclusive and speaks specifically to the audience that you have. A lot of this gets into the creative. And when I think about creative, there's kind of two different approaches. There's a scientific portion of our brain, and then there's the artistic portion. Talk to me about some of the science that goes into advertising when you think about the breakdown of right versus left brain.
2: This is a fascinating conversation. And I have to say, I must give some credits here to people far cleverer than me. I'm going to try and do justice to the science. But there's a guy, Dr. Ian McGilchrist, who is one of the most preeminent psychologists on the planet. And he wrote a book called The Master and His Emissary. And what he's done is he's really understood the way the left and the right brain attend to the world. It's not that they do different things, but they respond in different ways to worlds around us. So the left brain is focused on task. So it's very narrow, kind of narrow beam attention. So it's really in the detail. It's very logical. It breaks things down. It's abstractive. It's quite sort of task orientated. The right-hand side of the brain is what you would call broad beam attention. So it's where we get emotion, it's music, it's relationships, it's nuance, it's language. It's all the things that kind of make up culture and relationships and what it means to be human. And What's fascinating about his work is he demonstrates how in society and culture and through history there's been periods in history where society has been dominated by parts of the, you know, either side of the brain in Renaissance time versus Reformation. You know, Reformation's very left brain, its rules, its symbols, its liturgy, and then in Renaissance, it's creativity, it's art, it's music, it's expression, it's friendship, and so on. And actually you can trace through history where societies have become dominated by modes of thinking that reflect the left and the right hand brain so that sort of sets up the history of the science in a very short and, and again read the book actually because it is genuinely life changing. you won't see the world again in the same way once you've read the book now then that brings me to a colleague of mine orlando wood who is probably the preeminent author at the moment on what makes advertising work and what Orlando's done absolutely brilliantly is taken the work of Ian McGilchrist, the understanding the neuroscience of the brain and how it impacts on culture, and looked at that through advertising. And what he did is he, he took 700 adverts going back over 15 years, and he deconstructed them to whether the features in the ad actually appeal to the left-hand side of the right-hand side of the brain. I'll briefly explain what I mean. So a left-brain advert would be, if it's close up, like you're looking at the products, like really close, you look at the label, if you've got lots of fast cut scenes so you've got you know lots of scenes that come in and come out you know when you have those ads that's like got words on the page it's like 0% alcohol from budweiser that kind of thing that's a left brain advert it's trying to not force you but it's trying to really tell you it's like me i'm telling you ben buy this now right that's a left brain ad a right brain ad and actually a lot of the diverse ads would tell a story, they'd bring you on a journey. I mean, there's some amazing adverts in the US, Super Bowl adverts, you know, where it's funny, it's got celebrity in it, there's something that happens, there's people you can relate to, the people are having fun, there's musical soundtracks and so on. That style of advertising appeals to the right brain. Now the benefit with that is, the right brain is where our memories encoded, it's where emotion happens. Actually, I'll give you another example. Be you near know the bud, What's Up, right? The famous, what's up? Yes, I've heard it. Perfectly right brain, right? Because, well, going back to your gender conversation, lads together having a bud, having a joke, and it's a scene that we can all relate to. We can see ourselves in that scene, right? That's a right brainer. Now, this is what gets very, very interesting because Orlando has then done two things. Not only has he looked at, categorized all the ads going back over many, many years, there's a gradual decline in right brain advertising and a gradual increase in left brain. And it goes back to basically the invention of social media, digital platforms. Because what happened is in around 2006, seven, and eight, we suddenly started making advertising for short attention media. It had to be banner ads, it had to be clickable, it had to be five second or three second in feed. As soon as you do that, you end up in the left brain because it's basically transactional. When we were younger watching the Super Bowl, the epic ads that we all remember and can still feel, that style of advertising has been on the decline. And the reason this matters, and this matters a huge amount if you work in marketing, is right brain advertising is far more effective at driving long-term performance and market share for brands than left brain advertising,
1: which is more short-term performance rated. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, MuteNex. Let me jump in here. Right brain advertising is more impactful for a long-term brand building. Can I infer that left brain advertising is then more focused on immediate impulse decision? One is basically the buy now button. The other one is the brand building. It gets a little
2: bit nuanced. So yes, generally, but what we find is right brain advertising can be effective in the short term Left-brain advertising cannot be effective in the long term. So in a way, the smartest marketers build the more right-brain advertising, and then they leverage those features even in activation. So for example, if you get Geico Gecko, Geico Gecko's amazing, right? Because what they do is very right-brain advertising. When you see a Geico ad, it's funny. It's a character story that it's set in a place we're familiar with. You've got the Geico character, right? They translate that very, very well into short-term activation in a way that then makes you feel something because you go, oh, yes, it's the guy go, I remember that when I saw it on TV. So you're right, short term activation is typically left brain. But if you use your right brain advertising, you can potentially get more from it.
1: Is there a focus that marketers should apply when they're thinking about left brain advertising versus right brain advertising that is channel specific? Do you want your left brain advertising, your impulse buy now type advertising to be more focused on things where the transaction can happen, like your social media ads, and then your right brain is television, which is longer term brand building? Am I overthinking this too much?
2: You're absolutely right. Uh, general principles, absolutely spot on. Again, there's a little bit of a nuance because Orlando in his book, Look Out, what he did is he actually looked at the effectiveness of left versus right brain, even in feed and where you got short attention span. So broadly, you've got long attention and short attention media, haven't you? So TV or YouTube would be long attention where you might get 15 seconds, you might get 20. And then short attention in feed, et cetera, or skippable, you're probably in two or three seconds in the first two or three seconds left brain beat right brain but it switches over really after about three seconds and the reason is because the right brain needs a bit of context so you're building a story up but we were quite surprised in the data to find that actually even in feed even in short attention media right brain does quite well so it's a little bit of a challenge to you're right in general that's a hold but there's a little bit of a challenge that you can actually still build brand and still create stories even with short form
1: Now, when creatives are producing the actual ads, I don't think they're sitting down saying, well, we need to make a left brain ad here, or let's make a right brain ad. Is there a way to do both? Or do you basically have to focus on creating one that is more of a brand building, long-term growth strategy, or something that is direct response focused?
2: There's one hack that does both absolutely brilliantly. So a system when we call it fluent devices, which is if you can create a character or a familiar scene or a strap like Snickers, you're not you when you're hungry, right? If you can do something like that, then actually what you do is you tie the short and long-term together brilliantly. Geico Gecko does it as well, right? So the real clever people find one idea that stretches across right and left brain. They establish the idea in right brain advertising. And what it means is when they do their left, more left brain advertising, which is shorter, quicker cuts, What our testing suggests is if they leverage the assets from the more right brain advertising, so like they show the gecko or they, you know, you're not you when you're hungry, so buy now, that is the best way to do it. And if you do that, you actually get this sort of halo benefit of both. And we see actually effectiveness is peaked when you do both together.
1: You know, it turns out there's a difference in your advertising strategy, and that not only goes to your placement, it not only goes to frequency, it not only goes to targeting, your creative has an incredible impact on business results. And at some point, you have to make a decision on whether you're focused on short-term results, are you focusing on direct response, or are you gonna focus on something that is longer-term brand building? And that's not just an advertising by channel strategy, it's also what the actual ad is, what your creative is. Are you gonna produce a left-brain or a right-brain-focused ad? Are you gonna build and tell a story that's gonna position your brand for long-term success? Or are you gonna focus on the right-now, real-time benefits that are gonna make sure that your consumers understand whether they should buy this product in the short term. It's always a decision for you, my marketing friends, but thank you to John for coming on the podcast and explaining to us the difference between the right and the left braid. John, thanks for coming on and being my guest.
2: Amazing. Great to be here.
1: All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with John Evans, the Chief Customer Officer at System One. If you'd like to get in touch with John, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Uncensored CMO. or you could visit his company's website, which is systemonegroup.com. That's system, the number one, group.com. And you could also listen to John's podcast, which is the Uncensored CMO Podcast. And you could find it wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests.